Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast, helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Remember, you believe in your heart, you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes your unconscious activities. Now we had a fire podcast and maybe, maybe it's because I got an audience here on TikTok. I'm showing off a little bit and I'm, you know, a little bit more excited because it is kind of cool. That's what's cool about audiences, man. So I thank you guys for that. Um, you know, I'm performing right now. I'm performing. And so usually I do the podcast with nobody watching, but with these guys watching and my friends watching here, I want to, I want to give them a, a good content. I want to give them some, so maybe I'll do this every single time. So in the podcast, I've been a little bit longer because I, you know, I'm getting inspiration from uh, TikTok is watching me right now. So I'm getting inspiration. I feel their vibration. I feel their energy and the podcast is going a little bit longer. So I think I'm going to start doing this because I'm really getting a lot of inspiration from you guys. Okay. So Monday we talked about, you must understand they're coming after you guys. They're coming after you. Okay. If you're going to be successful, they're coming after you have to rise above that. Tuesday we talked about, you can't just sit there, man. They can't have analysts perilous. You can't sit on your hands and create a vision board and, and pray for a Lamborghini. Pray God, please help me. God doesn't like beggars. God doesn't like beggars. The guys in front of the church are like, please help our congregation. God's like, dude, go get to work, dude. Like <laughs> go in your closet and be like, thank you, God, for supporting us. I'm going to go get my shit together, right? God doesn't like beggars, right? Wednesday, 100% chance you're going to fail. And today we're going to talk about who taught you that, okay? So this is something I've been going through deep, deep with my spiritual walk, okay? Who taught you that? Who taught you that? And this is something that our society is really struggling with. Who taught you that? What is history? It's his story. That's what history is. So when I started to peel back the curtain on the Federal Reserve, creature of Jekyll Island, all of you need to read that book. When I started diving into Ray Dalio's Changing World Order, I started diving into the Bible and spirituality. And so guys, I'm hitting it from every single angle, financial, spiritual, mental. So I'm not just focused on one thing. I'm diving deep and I'm asking myself this question. Who taught you that? Who taught you that? Okay. Because when I bring up spirituality or I bring up my walk with Jesus or I bring up God, I've got these men or women that'll take a Bible verse off Google and they'll put it in there. They say to pray in your closet because I put my prayers on Twitter. And I asked them, who taught you that? What says it in the Bible? What, what does that mean though? They're like, well, it means to go pray in your closet or does it? Have you dove deep into the origin? What if it is actually saying? So who taught you that? And they can't answer the question. They say, well, who taught you? Well, my pastor told me that. Well, what does your pastor mean by that? Where'd your pastor learn that? Well, somebody taught them that in, in a Bible study. Okay, so who taught them that? The question is, what and how does it practically apply to your life? So when you go deep into the origin, like when I put my prayers on Twitter, and they say, you need to pray in your closet, they have no context of what that means. What it means to pray in your closet has everything to do with your mind. That doesn't mean you can't put your prayers on Twitter. You can't pray in public. You can't go out in the streets and pray. You have free will. You can do whatever you want. What they're saying is when you pray in your closet, guess what's when you go close your closet, everybody go do it. It's dark. Huh? Interesting. 
So when your closet is dark, what happens? When you close your eyes and it's dark, your pineal gland turns into light. It activates your pineal gland. Jacob said he saw God face to face. He called it pineal. Interesting. Then Jacob fell asleep on the rock, which is your sacrum at the bottom of your spine, which is the seven chakras. And then he saw a ladder, your spine, and a light at the top ladder. God was going up and down the ladder. So to pray in your closet means that you close your eyes. And when you go to close your eyes at night, when you're not on TikTok, you're not in front of an audience, it's this, it's your true thoughts. You can say whatever you want on TikTok. You can say whatever you want on your podcast, but when you close your eyes, you cannot outrun your thoughts. So your dominant thoughts is what's done in darkness. That's what they mean praying in your closet. Close your eyes. See God face to face, communicate with God, commune with God, sit with God, speak goodness into yourself. And God's like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of myself too. I'm the richest man in the world that I am. I'm powerful. I'm strong that I am. Well, if you don't believe uh, Jacob who saw God face to face in the pineal, let's talk about Moses. Moses went to the burning bush and acacia bush. Acacia gives off DMT. He goes up into the right of the mountain. He meets God face to face too. Wow. These people keep running into God face to face. Why doesn't it happen here? Why doesn't anybody parting the Red Sea now? Why aren't snakes coming from the, the sky now? It's logical. Why are snakes not coming from the sky now and biting people? Maybe it's logic. Maybe it's your body. Maybe it's the greatest book ever written. Maybe it's not a history book. Maybe it's an actual spiritual guide. Maybe it's a book that can teach you how powerful you are as a human being. So who taught you that? And who taught you that? So I know what I've done is I've taken these very powerful biblical principles and I've applied them to my life. So just like Jacob, where he says he sees God face to face, is when I close my eyes, my pineal gland activates. And before I go to bed, 15 minutes before I go to bed, theta kicks in, which is the basically the same programming that a child has from birth to eight years old, where they're pure subconscious. And my body is accepting during that time. My brain is accepting. And I sit there and I say, thank you so much, God for my home. Thank you so much for the massive amount of abundance. Thank you so much for the amazing, amazing health that you've given me. Thank you so much for my beautiful children. Thank you for my life. Thank you for all the stuff. And then I start to imagine the life that I want to create. And I start to feel and embody the vibration and I fall asleep like that. Boom. So when I fall asleep, my subconscious, my pineal gland is activated and I dream about this stuff. And so I go into alternate reality because what's done in darkness comes to light and praying in your closet activates your pineal gland. So when I wake up, then theta kicks in again. And then I start the same process, right? When I wake up, I don't immediately get on my phone. I sit there and I say, thank you, God, so much. And I repeat the process and I picture myself walking into my new house and I picture my, my team expanding. I picture all of my team members, six-figure earners. And I, te- you know, I picture us building billion-dollar ecosystems and building schools and education centers. And then I open up my eyes and I go to the bathroom and I start my process. Because who taught you that? And so what I realized, instead of listening to other men or women about a relationship with God or men or women about finances, I started to understand wise counsel and say, okay, that person taught me that, but let me practically apply that to my life. And I started practically applying this stuff to my life. Started doing ice baths, hit training, uh, subconscious mind programming, building a relationship with God, walking the path with Jesus. And then people say, well, you can't, you know, JV talks about money. You can't be spiritual and have money at the same time. Who taught you that? I'll be getting a Lamborghini pretty soon. I'm spiritual as shit. I love God. (laughs) Okay. Who taught you that? You can't be spiritual. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's why. So when they say that, here's why. It's because you have to give up all your money to the poor and come walk with me. That's what Jesus said. That's not what he was saying. 
He said, give me your carnal mind. Give me your impoverished mind. Give me all that negative thinking. Give me all that low frequency that your dad and your mom and your, your brother and all these people put into your mind. Give me all of that. And I'm going to give you all the riches in the world, which is the right hemisphere of the brain. You can walk with me in my light. And if you want to drive a Lamborghini doing that, fine. It's your intentions. If the Lamborghini is so you pull up and chicks look at you and you pull up and, and you, want, you want edification, then you're in the carnal mind. And so you, but you have to give that, but you can get the Lamborghini back if you love the design of cars and you like fast cars and the sound of the muffler and the design and some beautiful being created that car and you're enjoying it. But when you get out of the car and somebody scratches it, it doesn't matter. It's your intentions, my friend. It doesn't mean you have to give up your shoes and your house and your spouse and go follow Jesus. It means you give up your carnal mind. And oh, let's get into who taught you that, right? They say the church, you have to give them 10%. Well, people say, well, what do you get? No, the 10%, guys, well, what do people tell you the left hemisphere of the brain is? 10% of your brain. It's the left hemisphere of your brain. It's your carnal mind. Don't let your left, right hand, let your left hand know what's doing. Don't let your left hand know what you're right. Your right hemisphere controls your left hand. Your left hemisphere controls your right hand. They're saying, give me your 10%, your carnal mind, your anxiety, your stress, and I'll give you the world. Just like he told Moses, he went up into the right. Jesus said, cast the nets to the right. Jesus was found in the east, which is on the right. Jesus was standing on the right before he was crucified. We crucified our right hemisphere of our brain and we saved a murderer. Why do you think we're all fucked up? It's, it's logic. And then there's this beautiful book called The Bible. And I ask you, I ask you the question, who taught you that? You have to really answer that question. Who taught you that? So when I read the Bible, it's not a history book. It's not a story of these, these characters in, in, in humanity. It's a story of life. It's a story of consciousness, a story of an awakening inside of you. And Jesus was like, man, you can do this. He was a hopium dealer. He was the greatest human being, the son of God that walked on this earth. And he looked you in the eyes and he said, you are me. I am you. That is true. And so when I state this type of stuff, it's blasphemy to people, but who taught you that? So here's what I do. So when people say it's blasphemy, what I do is I step back for a moment, especially as people within my physical paradigm that I can communicate with. I said, let's peel back the curtain on our lives. Let me look at your bank account. Let me look at how you treat your spouse. Let me see at your relationships. Let me look at what you're doing for society. Let me see what you're doing. Let's peel back the curtain and let's see whose belief system is showing up within the physical world and is adding more value. That's a simple way to do it, right? Because if you believe a certain way and I believe incorrectly, in the way that you believe, you should have great finances. You should be spending your money on ethical things. Uh, you should not be looking at uh, P-O-R. You should not be fapping. You should not be doing things unethically. You shouldn't be texting people lustfully. Uh, you should be expanding and building conscious. No, but you're in a job that you hate. You're trading time for money. You're selling your soul. Everybody says, oh, the actors sell the soul. If you're trading time for money and something you hate, then you're selling your soul for money. So who taught you that? Who taught you that? So here's how I applied this to my life. I stopped asking. I was like, okay, you're, you, there's, there's information out there. It's all information. It does not become wisdom until you apply it to your life. And I'll give you a, a specific physical example, okay? I love, I'm addicted now to cold water therapy, ice baths, all that stuff, right? So if you look at David Brecka, you know, he's out there, he's blowing up on the internet. I appreciate his content. He says that, you know, it burns brown fat, tooth, you know, all these numbers, right? And then you have um, BioLane, right? I respect him a lot too. When I was a bodybuilder, I followed all of his science. Well, BioLane says he's, that David Brecka is full of shit, right? So there's two signs. 
scientific people, two scientific people. One's telling you it's the greatest thing ever. One's telling you, eh, his, his science full of shit. It's not true. You can listen to one or the other, or you can get in the cold water. <laughs> or you can actually get in the cold water for a long enough period of time to see how it affects you. So since I got back from Peru, it's been like six, seven months now, five months. I've been in the cold water every single day. And my life has radically transformed. So it doesn't matter what this science says and this science says, I practically applied it to my life and I'm getting huge benefits from it. So practically, I can speak from truth instead of reading a Bible and going to a church or reading from David Brecka or reading from, they're both, they're both right. They're experiencing. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's more of an experiential thing. So it's like, you're arguing your belief system. You're arguing your religion. You're ar- who are you arguing with? God's creation? You're ar- what, what is the argument? If you're busy doing what you do and busy expanding consciousness and really being a man or woman of God and doing the right things, then, who, then do you, why do you have time to argue with other people? Aren't you busy applying these things physically and mentally and spiritually to your life? So I, I'm here to pull that curtain back on people. I truly am because when they come at me, I say, who taught you that? Well, I learned that from my pastor. Okay, where'd your pastor learn that? Does your pastor apply that to their life? There's a lot of pastors that I've met that are unethical people. There's a lot of dudes walking around with their Bible and spitting Bible verses that that are Christians just because of church. And then they're like worried about, oh God, the economy, oh God, you know, oh God, everything. It's like, if you're worried, like I have no fear of the future, zero. I'm preparing people based on patterns. Don't get it twisted. I have zero fear. If I had fear of the future, I wouldn't be in the financial position I'm in. I'd be broke on my parents' couch. I look at historical patterns to predict the future. It's super easy to do your finances during these times. I'm an expert at looking at historical patterns and financial patterns, and it's a wave of energy. I just do the opposite of the 99%. When the wave is down, it's going down right now, I'm buying. <laughs> when the wave goes up, I'm selling. If you just do the opposite of the wave, because God is just a wave of energy dipping in, dipping out. What goes up must come down. It all has inversion. Every, everything's a wave of energy. That's it. It's not that difficult, guys. It's not that difficult. That's why I know, and I mark my word, February 1st on, I'm going to explode. The reason why is because wave of energy is like this in January. The haters are deep right now. It's a wave of energy. And what that always means for me, it's a slingshot. Pop, and it's about to pop. So I always tell people, it's a freight train of success. You can get on and go for the ride of your life and expand conscious with me. You're going to get ran over by it. But at some point, everybody has to get on the train because a train is the same. We're all the same consciousness beings having a human experience. We're all God's creation experiencing God. It's a wave of energy. That's all it is. So a hater is just experiencing themselves or something they don't like in themselves. It's a mirror. Jesus like, I'm you, you are me. He wasn't a church. He wasn't a religion. He went from village to village. He said, sit in the back of the church. So he invited us to the front. And yeah, I'm going to mix Jesus and spirituality. I'm going to mix Jesus and finances. I'm going to mix God and finances. <laughs> it's all the same, man. There is no separation. God is the all creator. Why wouldn't I? And why would you not strive? Why would you not desire? Why would you not want good things in your life? Why would you not want to travel and have a private jet and those things? Why wouldn't you want to do those things? Because somebody built that private jet. Well, you could have fed millions of people. Everybody has free will, guys. Poverty is a mindset. 
A private jet, if you buy a private jet, guess how many people that fed? There's the pilot who gets paid. There's a person who, who gets to be the janitor. They're, they're not lower than anybody else. They chose that job. There's somebody who built the tires. There's somebody who built the hangar. There's somebody who get, there's so many jobs that were created with that. It's just a state of mind. It's just a state of consciousness. Or you can sit there and go, oh, I'm going to take, because Jim Rohn says, you can give a million dollars to every single person in society. It goes back to the same 1%. Nothing changes. Nothing changes, guys. It's all here. Who taught you that? Who taught you that? And most of it's your parents, your parents and your grandparents. And if you're going into this new economy, this new spiritual walk with the same mindset, you're done, man. We, we're not here to repeat consciousness, guys. The old industrial era is dying out. You have to rewire your brain for this new consciousness level. January 10th, 2024 was the shift from Capricorn to Aquarius. People are like, oh, astrology is evil. How did they find Jesus? The North Star. <laughs> Astrology is evil. It's like, didn't if you believe, and then they'll say astrology is evil, Christians. And you're like, but you believe in God that is the all creator. And who created the stars? But astrology is, so God created evil stars? Like what? Well, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's logic. It's like, I don't know. I love having these conversations. It's so logical. It's like, how did they find Jesus? The North Star. Well, they lost the North Star. And then they looked in the still water. They saw their reflection. And then they saw the star again. They found Jesus. It's, it's all, it's, it's a story of humanity. It's a story of consciousness. It's a, it's a story, the greatest story ever written of how powerful you are as a human being. So 